Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Hey, back up to 55 degrees with passing clouds. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans and the First Alert Weather Center. We have sunshine 47 at Dulles right now, 45 in Northwest D.C. At 359. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. We continue to follow breaking news. It comes about as traffic news this time and issues on the outer loop of the Beltway and in Bethesda and elsewhere because of a presidential motorcade. Stay here with WTOP. We'll have the latest. And the latest on the seismic news about the Caps and Wizards likely moving to Northern Virginia. One D.C. council member tells us he learned about it same time you did. If the Caps and Wizards do leave D.C., there will be less foot traffic and people in the area in general. I'm Nick Ainelli. On Wall Street right now, the Dow is up 123. The Nasdaq is up 19. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks. People are reportedly begging for bread now and paying 50 times more for canned goods as supplies dwindle in Gaza. And the United Nations warns it's getting worse. Philippe Lazzarini is Commissioner General of UN Relief for Palestinian Refugees. Everywhere you go, people are desperate, hungry, and are terrified. Meantime, U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan met with Israeli leaders today for an update on the war. Correspondent Linda Gradstein. Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallan told Sullivan that the war to destroy Hamas will take more than several months. Uh, it will take and require a long period of time, but we will win and we will destroy them. Sullivan is in Israel as heavy fighting continued between Israeli soldiers and Hamas gunmen in Gaza. The U.S. is growing increasingly concerned about Palestinian civilian casualties. The White House is slamming House Republicans for holding up aid for Ukraine. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says Russia's President Putin in his annual press conference doubled down on his goal of conquering Ukraine. But I sure hope that those House Republicans who have for months held hostage critical assistance to Ukraine heard Putin's message loud and clear. CBS's Linda Kenyon tells us Congress was supposed to head home for the holidays, but will, but will be back Monday for more negotiations. A farewell today on the House floor. On the House floor, McCarthy addressed fellow lawmakers on his final day in Congress. I thank this nation creating a body that is represented by the people. And offered up some advice. If you come across that question of whether you should do what's right out of fear of losing your job, do it anyways. The former Speaker of the House was voted out of the job in October. Earlier this month, he announced he would not seek re-election. Stacey Lynn, CBS News, Washington. A new Gallup poll shows American adults are getting fatter and diabetes cases are up. CBS medical contributor Dr. Celine Gounder. Since the start of the pandemic, we've seen American eating habits get worse with people eating fewer fruits and vegetables, although exercise habits seem to be about the same. A former financial manager with the Jacksonville Jaguars has pleaded guilty to stealing more than $22 million from the NFL franchise through its virtual credit card program. That 31-year-old now faces up to 30 years in prison. And we are learning more about that brief illness that caused Brooklyn Nine-Nine and homicide star Andre Brower's death this week. The actor's publicist confirms the 61-year-old had lung cancer. This is CBS News.
You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. And now, a special update from the WTOP Traffic Center. Capitol Beltway traffic on the outer loop through Bethesda is being released as we speak. There is a traffic drag in progress southbound off the I-270 spur. Traffic will start moving at the River Road and Clara Barton Parkway interchanges slowly, shortly. Route 355 is now open near Walter Reed. In Virginia, the motorcade will be progressing down the GW Parkway. Many roads in McLean are absolutely jammed. Interloop of the Beltway remains open, but traffic is much slower than usual from 66 up to the Legion Bridge. Tracking it on the 8s and as it breaks, I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. 403 on WTOP on this December 14th, 2023. Sunny skies, got a nice afternoon going. We're at 48 in D.C. Afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour, the latest reaction to the plan to move the Caps and Wizards to Northern Virginia. Now, the deal would have the teams moved out of D.C. and into Potomac Yard in Alexandria in about five years. Hours before this week's announcement in Alexandria, D.C.'s mayor offered up a half billion dollars to help renovate Capital One Arena, where the teams currently play. She also set up a task force to look at economic development in D.C.'s Chinatown neighborhood. D.C. Councilman Charles Allen joined us here on WTOP a bit earlier to say that sense of urgency did not come soon enough. That should have happened months and months ago. And having the Caps and Wizards as a part of that should have been the priority and should have been the plan. We absolutely have got to think about what our downtown is going to look like, what that revitalization is going to look like. I hope that just this terrible decision is going to finally ignite the fire that needs to happen to really focus on this. I think about our downtown as really needing laser-like focus. Uh, Think of it as a revitalization corporation almost that brings in the best and the brightest people that eat, sleep, and drink downtown revitalization every day. I think that's what the city's got to have. The deal between Monumental Sports owner Ted Leonsis in Virginia still allows him to continue to bargain with D.C. if he chooses to. We are also hearing from those who live in the neighborhood around Capital One Arena this afternoon. When there is a Wizards or Caps game happening at Capital One Arena, there's a lot of traffic in the area which can be stressful, but the environment can also be thrilling and fun. There's lots of people around. All the bars fill up. People in jerseys and everything. Everybody's having a good time. It's kind of like a party atmosphere here. People who live right around the corner from the arena tell WTOP they'd be a little sad if the party came to an end. It's going to take away the, the excitement of people cheering on and rooting on for a team that they really love and care about. There will be less foot traffic and people in the area in general. Um, and I think having people around is great to make the neighborhood feel busier and safer. And I think it also won't be good for local businesses in the area. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. We're also learning more about the other aspects of the new development plan for Potomac Yard. WTOP's Neil Augustine tells us Virginia Tech is building a new campus there as well. Really savvy, really entrepreneurial business leaders see how technology and data can transform their work. Mark Ocharski with Virginia Tech. Really the focus for the innovation campus in Alexandria is computer science, computer engineering, the technical talent that companies like Amazon, like Boeing, need. 
Now Ed Ted Leonsis's vision of a 70-acre entertainment district. We've got hospitality and tourism management, which coincides nicely with an entertainment and a conference center. He says the innovation campus should be fully operational this time next year. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. More reaction and analysis all through the day here on WTOP. 407, some local middle schoolers could get to sleep in a little later as their school district considers a different start time to the school day. It's a story you're hearing first here on WTOP. Starting in the 2025-26 school year, Fairfax County middle schoolers may start class at 8 a.m. or later instead of 7.30 like they do now. We've heard from parents and students and staff that students in middle school, they need that time to get up and get their brain going before they come into school ready to learn. School board member Melanie Marin says the change being considered is based on research. And it's also just a biological need for their kids that they see that their children need to sleep more at that age. More details on the potential change are expected to come out next month. The county says the earlier start won't affect high school start times or the budget. Marin anticipates it could make bus stops safer in the winter months, too. Parents and students are really eager for this this kind of change to happen. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. The Caps and Wizards move out of Chinatown may have its first business casualty. I'm Ian Crawford. It's 408. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks and it's been a breaking day. We've got Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. The good news and then the bad news. The good news is the presidential motorcade has come off the beltway coming inbound to Washington, D.C. Some traffic holds are still in progress along the George Washington Parkway and near the Potomac River bridges. All lanes and ramps on the Beltway should now be open, but the initial passage of the official movement on the Interloop and then the return on the Outer Loop in Montgomery County caused a great deal of congestion and a big backlog. Outer Loop delays begin back near Colesville Road. Again, all lanes open. Southbound 270 Spur traffic is moving beyond the lane divide, but it's going to get heavier downstream at the Legion Bridge. And on the Interloop, it is a very slow rush hour from I-66 across the Legion Bridge up to the Spur. There are many roads that intersect and interchange with the Beltway, like River Road, that are severely backed up right now. And there is a ton of traffic congestion in McLean along Georgetown Pike, along 123, Dolly Madison Boulevard, Old Dominion Drive, Kirby Road, all picking up a tremendous amount of overflow. This happened at the beginning of rush hour. And we know from past experience that this can have long-lasting effects on the traffic flow for the next couple of hours later into the rush hour. Chain Bridge absorbing a lot of bailout right now, especially in the inbound direction. It can only handle so much. Only three lanes to work with total and only one inbound this time of day. 66 uh, elevated traffic and elevated tolls inside the Beltway. That's also a side effect of what happened earlier. Eastbound traffic is quite slow from the Dulles Connector into Arlington. Want to also uh, reemphasize that near Walter Reed, 355 has reopened and southbound 270 and the spur are open near both loops of the Beltway. It will just take a long time to recover. Now in Virginia from Springfield past Edsel Road, as we've been talking about for a while now, the crash, the backup. North of Edsel Road, the right side remains blocked and only one left lane is able to get by toward Duke Street. Southbound volume delays leaving Washington and again on 95 toward the Occoquan. Prince George's County, not to leave you out, Route 50 eastbound, slow coming off the Beltway and over 704. There's a crash blocking the left HOV lane about a mile east of King Highway. you got to stay center and right to get by.
Want to test an electric car? Plug it to Fitzmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X at Fitzmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Jordan Evans. Clear skies overnight, cold temperatures again, upper 20s, low 30s. We'll have a freeze early tomorrow. And then plenty of sunshine for your Friday afternoon. 50s for highs. Friday night looks cold again with lows into the 30s. And Saturday, back up to 55 degrees with passing clouds. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans and the First Alert Weather Center. Oh, still have sunny skies. We're up to 49 now, foggy bottom. We're at 48 Fort Belvoir, 45 in Silver Spring, and we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest, financing terms, and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour to Ian Crawford. Sean, the fallout from gallery, for Gallery Place from the Caps and Wizards proposed move to Northern Virginia may be starting. Washingtonian Magazine reporting that Clyde's Restaurant Group says it is unlikely they will keep their 28-year-old Gallery Place location open if the move goes through. The National Labor Relations Board is ordering Starbucks to reopen 23 locations across the country, including one at D.C. Union Station. It's in response to a complaint that the coffee giant closed the locations to stop union organizing at the stores. Meanwhile, an independent review of Starbucks labor relations released by the company today found no evidence that managers were trained to break labor laws. A record day on Wall Street. The Dow finishes up 158, closing at 37,248. The S&P up 12 and a half. The Nasdaq ahead 28. Ian Crawford, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Washington, D.C. BMW Centers. Now through January 2nd, during the BMW Road Home Sales Event, lease an all-electric 2024 BMW iXX Drive 50 for $6.99 per month. Details at BMWCenters.com. Coming up on WTOP, Vice President Kamala Harris is urging more sympathy and mercy for the Palestinians in the Israel-Hamas war. We'll talk about that with John Harris of Politico next, 412. The power's out at our house. Ah, coffee table. But since our family has storm-ready Wi-Fi from Xfinity, we can stream or game in the dark. Oh, who moved the couch? So that's what we're doing right now, in fact, is I try and feel around for a seat. Ah, here we go. Oh, Cactus? Can I get a little help over here? Yeah, bro. Just let me finish this boss battle. Sure. Go ahead. Medic! Now you can get fast, reliable internet on the Xfinity 10G network and get storm-ready Wi-Fi when you upgrade so you can stay connected for up to four hours, even when the power goes out. Only from Xfinity. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Storm-ready Wi-Fi limited to customers within range of 4G LTE cellular signal. Speeds reduced to 30 slash 7 megabits per second. Actual speeds vary. For more details, visit Xfinity.com slash stormready. The future depends on semiconductors. Semiconductors are the backbone of the global economy, and America should lead the development and manufacturing of this century's most essential technology. We can't risk another chip supply chain failure that creates shortages. America needs to lead in chips, and American chip leadership starts with Intel. Our innovations help the United States lead in critical industries like medicine, transportation, and defense. And Intel's essential research and development is done right here in America. 
With support from the CHIPS Act, we're investing $100 billion over five years, expanding America's ability to build leading-edge chips. That's good for America's security, prosperity, and jobs. Intel's investments are putting America back on the path to technology leadership. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. Coming up, the Commanders get ready to face All-Pro Aaron Donald and the Rams and the Caps head to Philadelphia. Sports in about 10 minutes on WTOP. At Easy Cater, we get it. Ordering food for work means you have to deal with this. Client meeting on Tuesday. Client wants Taco Tuesday. 19 people. Need vegan options. Our budget just got slashed. Meeting is now Monday. What about Mediterranean? Client still wants Taco. Claire has a nut allergy. Gluten-free. Ah, Under budget. 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 Tacos for a client meeting? Just use Easy Cater. Food for work delivered on time as ordered with a huge variety. 100,000 restaurants, one platform. Order 24-7 at easycater.com. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. 415, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Continuing coverage of the crisis in the Middle East here on WTOP, the rhetoric continues to change inside and near the Biden White House when it comes to the deaths of thousands of innocent Palestinians as the Israelis continue to hunt members of Hamas, the terrorist group in Gaza. Vice President Kamala Harris is the latest to push the administration to be more sympathetic toward Palestinians. Well, joining us live on Skype, Politico Global Editor-in-Chief John Harris. Good to have you back, John. Thank you so much. Sure. Good afternoon. Tell us a little more about Harris's comments and what you make of them here. Um, you know, I think that the, her comments are no doubt sincere. It's clear she's also uh, taken on for herself or has been assigned a political account uh, by the White House. The, 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 the war in, in Israel against Hamas is dividing the uh, progressive coalition in the United States, incidentally, in several other countries, too. And uh, uh, there are many elements within the Democratic Party that are, are, are looking for reassurance that the Biden administration sees uh, complexity in the conflict, that they're not being uh, uh, you know, fully down the line in supporting Israel, uh, especially as criticism is growing of the Israeli uh, response, that the, the, the uh, clearly, Israel was the the victim of the attack, uh, but the the response, in some people's view, has been indiscriminate. Well, John, with the election coming soon, how tricky is walking this fine line for the Democrats? Um, it's very tricky, in uh, particularly when you get down to certain states. There's some states. Uh, Michigan is one hugely important in the Electoral College. Uh, uh, Biden-Harris would have to win it. And uh, that's a state that has quite a large uh, uh, Muslim community, quite a large uh, Palestinian community, number of voters there who are, are, are going to be sympathetic to the Palestinian cause and are going to be uh, resentful if they if the administration is perceived as being totally one-sided on behalf of Israel. Changing. We're already hearing some voices of, uh, of uh, concern and criticism from, from Michigan and in other places. Changing course here, uh, we'd be willing to bet a lot of people had not heard Hunter Biden's voice before yesterday, at least not for a long time. Um, But he was defiant about not testifying before Congress behind closed doors. He wants to speak in public. He has all these legal issues looming for next year. How big of a drag is Hunter Biden on his father's reelection chances? 
I don't think we've got a lot of precise polling about that. Um, certainly Republicans, the, they're embracing it. And the reason they're embracing it is they feel like it does uh, muddy up the waters, that it's not the election's not just going to be concerned primarily with the former President Trump's uh, legal problems or, or the ethical issues that surround him. Um, that they can say, well, the, the, they can all just fire back and say, well, what about uh, the Biden family's problems? It's pretty straightforward. I would say that the uh, a case that they thought uh, was going to be off the table for uh, for 2024 with a plea bargain when it fell apart. Um, uh, as it did, uh, you know, it's an enormous distraction. It's a political distraction and very much for President Biden, a personal distraction. John, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. Politico Global Editor-in-Chief John Harris. Quick look at the top stories we're working on for you. WTOP. D.C. leaders remain stunned. The nation's capital could be losing the caps and wizards to Alexandria. What is D.C.'s plan now? And Russian President Putin says there will be no peace until his goals are met in the war in Ukraine. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. WTOP's traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Dave Dildine in the traffic center. Difficult rush hour continues. The presidential motorcade inbound off the Roosevelt Bridge. Eastbound traffic on I-66 is being dragged out of Roslyn right this very second and taken across the TR with lanes reopening on 66. Southbound traffic on the GW Parkway still stopped near Spout Run Parkway and near the Key Bridge. That should be reopening soon. Northbound traffic on the Parkway should be getting by, albeit slowly, through the long-term work zone. We have significant bailout conditions that have developed and enveloped parts of McLean and uh, North Arlington, especially near the Chain Bridge, which is taking the brunt of a world of bailout traffic in only single file during the PM rush hour onto Canal Road. On the Beltway, Interloop jammed from I-66 across the American Legion Bridge. Interloop traffic was stopped earlier in the afternoon. It's been moving, but there's been a distraction, obviously, and uh, it, we're just not going to catch up until later this evening at this point. On the outer loop, traffic was stopped along with southbound traffic on I-270 and the I-270 spur. At the top of the hour, traffic was released on 270 to get on both loops of the Beltway. But again, traffic will remain very slow, especially on the outer loop with all lanes and ramps open on Interstate 495. In Virginia on I-395, northbound traffic heavy and slow through Springfield and past Edsel Road. The crash before Duke Street with still just one left lane getting by. Southbound volume delays from the 14th Street Bridge to the Occoquan. In Prince George's County on Route 50 eastbound, you're on the brakes from the Beltway past 704. Authorities still have the crash in the left HOV lane after King Highway. There's also a crash near Croom on 301 southbound at South Osborne Road. For solutions to all of your plumbing problems, Call the five-star plumbing experts at Crop Metcalf, 1-800-GO-CROP, or visit CropMetcalf.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Now our forecast from 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Jordan Evans. Clear skies tonight. Temperatures will cool off quickly. 30s by 7 p.m. and upper 20s once again early tomorrow. A freeze expected for everyone by early in the morning. Friday, it's plenty of sunshine with a high of 56. Friday night, 35 degrees with passing clouds. And Saturday, a little bit cooler, but we'll stay in the 50s for those high temperatures. Then Sunday, we're tracking more rain starting in the late morning, lasting through Monday, and also could have some strong winds. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. 46 in College Park, 46 in Fairfax. The National Mall checks in at 48. Still ahead, it's being called a real-life case of Grand Theft Auto. 
as accused carjackers appear in court. We've got the latest for you. It's 421. This holiday season, all your wishes are coming true on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. This is George Wallace. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. It's that simple. That's $150 if your team wins. And believe it or not, we're in week 15 starting tonight. Chargers at the Raiders without Justin Herbert. I like the Raiders at home over the Chargers. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash GW. That's FanDuel.com slash GW. And kick off the NFL season. Must be 21 and older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. A recent WTOP panel discussion in partnership with AARP focused on the important role of family caregivers. Nancy Lamond is Chief Advocacy and Engagement Officer for AARP. There are 48 million family caregivers in the United States, and roughly 61% of all family caregivers are working full or part-time in a paid position. So this is on top of it. And the estimates are that this care accounts for roughly $600 billion to the economy. And that's more than all out-of-pocket spending on health care in the United States. So it is a huge economic issue for the health care system, and it's also an economic issue for individual families. To hear more of the discussion, including challenges facing family caregivers, as well as initiatives and resources to help them, go to WTOP.com and search AARP. AARP is committed to continued support of programs, laws, and policies that provide caregivers the support they need. This is WTOP News. 423. Well, this afternoon, seven of 10 teens accused of more than a dozen armed carjackings dating back to early this year appeared in court. They've been arraigned after a grand jury indicted them on felony charges for the roles in the crimes in Maryland and D.C. In court, the seven who range in age from 19 to 17 years old when the carjackings happened sat side by side in orange jumpsuits in the courtroom where a judge ordered they remain held behind bars. They're accused of pulling out a gun to steal vehicles from owners. Sometimes the thefts happened outside homes, gas stations. In one case, they're accused of stopping at an intersection, jumping out of one stolen car with a gun. Jaylene Jordan, Warren Montgomery, Byron Gillum, Isaiah Flowers, Ja'Kai Goff, Taj Giles, and Arshad Ellis Bay are being charged in D.C. Superior Court. There are three additional teens who are facing federal charges. Messaging between them, according to police, show they were part of a network that would steal and then sell the cars illegally. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Maryland leaders expanding efforts to help save lives of those who overdose on drugs. WTOP's John Doman tells us the leaders call it a public health crisis. It's a statewide scourge, says Alyssa Lord, Deputy Secretary in the Maryland Department of Health. There were 2,583 fatal overdoses in the 12 months ending in July of 2023. Fentanyl was involved in over 81%. It doesn't know zip codes. The executive order signed by Governor Westmore renames the Opioid Operational Command Center to the Maryland Office for Overdose Responses and gets more state agencies involved. The pen the governor used to sign the executive order was then given to the parents of a friend of his growing up who died of an overdose a few years ago. Overdose victims are more than statistics. They're people with hopes. In Annapolis, John Dome in WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think Red. George Wallace, the commanders have their eye on one particular person. Yeah, he's pretty good. In case you haven't heard of him, Aaron Donald is mm. his name on mm. the defensive side for the Rams coming up this week. Eric Bieniemy, you have to stop him. He's a Hall of Famer for a reason. Uh, you got to pay close attention to him because he can wreck a game. I've been in one of those where he's he's made a lot of hay and he forces you to to keep focus on him. But it's always fun. It's always a unique challenge. Uh, you just got to make sure that you're not finding yourself being a fan and 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 saying, "Damn, did you see that move that?" He